Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some things that you can tell your customers when you're talking to them about the pool runtime. And this is something that you get a lot of pushback in the summertime for, of course, because everyone's trying to save electricity. And the pool runtime is one thing that most people think can be sacrificed in an effort to save money on their electricity bill. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the first thing that customers need to know is that there's not much you can do to save money if you're still using a single speed pump over a variable speed pump. Cutting down the runtime, of course, is something that you think is going to save you money. But in the long run, it may not save you money because it'll affect the pool water quality, causing more chemical usage, i.e. the fact that if you're running the pool shorter, you may develop algae in the pool, and then you're going to have to pay for more expensive algae treatments for your pool. So there are some things that can happen if you run the pool too less, you can also make the pool unsafe to swim in if you don't run the pool long enough. And running the pool long enough is one of those things where if you ask 10 people or 10 professionals, they'll all give you a different answer. There are some rules of them that people follow. You know, if there's 12 hours of daylight, then you run the pool pump for 12 hours and things like that don't really equate because you have to also account for the pool size and other factors besides just straight runtime. So there are many answers to a question that may be simple. And the question that's asked often is, how long should I run my pool pump? And that really is not something that can be answered in a cookie cutter fashion for everyone. Everyone's pool is different and everyone's energy savings will be different. I'll use my area of Southern California as the example. Since I live here and I know how the electricity company works, at one time, electricity was not nearly as expensive as it is now. In my area, we have Southern California Edison, and they used to have a four-tiered system, and they would charge you more for energy usage as you reached each tier. They've gone now to a three-tiered system. Now, there are a few other things you can do with your energy company, at least in my area. You can go to a time-of-use billing, which is not something that a lot of people do because the time-of-use billing means that there are specific times during the day where you shouldn't use your utilities. And sometimes this works for some people, sometimes not. And most of us here are on just a straight tiered system. Once you reach the third tier, you're paying the most for your kilowatt hours. If you're running your air conditioner in the summer, if you're running your other utilities, of course, your washer and dryer, everything else that consumes electricity, even just having lights on in your house. Now you can save some money with LED lights. You can save some money by running your air conditioner at a higher temperature. But there are just some points of the summer where you're just going to have to bite the bullet, turn the air conditioner lower, 
and you have to have lights in a lot of situations, especially in the evening. So there's not a lot of savings by cutting back on those aspects. Cutting back on the pool pump will save you the most money because if you have a single speed pump, it's using the most wattage next to your air conditioner, of course, is your pool pump. And the pool pump is something that everyone targets as a big consumer of electricity, which it can be. It's one of those things where if you're running your pool pump longer than necessary, you're losing money because you're wasting electricity. But if you're not running your pool pump as long as possible, you can have this affect the water quality of the pool. So there's a fine balance. And do I have numbers for you to go off of? Well, I'll go off of some things that are kind of logical, but then there's, of course, some flaws to the logic. Like everything else, there's always some real science behind everything. And I think truly the cycles of water going through the filter is one of those things where real science has proven that it doesn't really matter how many cycles of water that you think you're getting through your system. When I say cycles of water, I'm talking about all the water in the pool passing through the pool filtration and back out through the return line. In reality, this will never happen because there's always going to be a portion of the water that never gets filtered out. And this has been proven scientifically that no matter if you run your pool 24 hours a day, there's going to be a part of that water that does not go through the system. And that's just basic physics. You can't have all the water in the pool cycle through the system. The only way that you can probably do this is if the pool drains down every night into these tanks and then these tanks filter the water and then the pool fills back up with these tanks. It's not something that's going to happen. No one has this kind of invention for the, your backyard pool. And so you're just going to have to live with the fact that you want to get at least one cycle, which again is not scientific because all the water is not going to be passing through the filter again. But one cycle means that you want to have at least the water that you think is in the pool that can be turned over, turn over at least once per day. In some areas, twice per day is preferable, but basically you can get away with one cycle per day in my area, usually unless the temperatures are really high, or if the pool usage is really high, then you're going to have to run the pool longer. But a lot of cases, you're not even using your pool, and so what can you do to eliminate some electricity use? You can run your pool less. If you're not going to use the pool, and you want just to have the basic cycle you can do some basic math. Again, this is all stuff that's kind of speculative because to get an actual amount of you know gallons per minute, you need a flow meter. Most pools don't have an actual flow meter attached to it. I happen to have two flow meters attached to my pool, so I know exactly how much water is passing supposedly through the filtration system every day. So here's some basic math you can use to get the minimal runtime of your pool. And this is just very basic and rudimentary, and it's not something, again, that's scientific. It's just straight math, basically. If you had a 15,000-gallon pool, and let's say that your pump were able to pull 65 gallons per minute, that means that it would be it would take all this water, the 15,000 gallon, through the filtration system in about 3.8 hours, which is about 4 hours. So about 4 hours, that's one cycle of water. So if you had a 15,000-gallon pool running on a single-speed pump at 3,450 RPMs, which is the full speed of that pump, it would take four hours to get one cycle of water through the pool. And that would be the minimum. You could run that pool and still have 
fairly decent water quality. As far as safe swimming, it just depends. You know, a lot of the times we can overthink what's safe to swim in. Basically, the number one thing you're trying to prevent, and this is what Bob Lowry says, is the difference between a commercial service account and a residential account is bather-to-bather disease transmission. And that's one bather giving another bather some kind of illness because the sanitizer in the water does not react fast enough to kill that. And the water circulation, of course, is important because you're getting the sanitizer, the chlorine, around to all the areas in the pool that you can get it to, making that water safe. But if you're swimming in a pool just with your family or yourself, then the chances of you getting sick from bather to bather transmission is really slim because your family has kind of a built-in you know, germ base in your house and then it's going to translate into the pool. And basically, unless you have your pool open to the whole neighborhood, you don't have to worry too much about bather to bather disease transmission. You have to worry about maybe something being in the water that's not killed by the chlorine which is not really common because chlorine has a really fast kill factor in most cases. Even with the higher cyanuric acid in the water, it's still going to kill everything in the water. But circulating that pool does certainly help bring all that water through. Now, the 65 gallons per minute is about average for a pool. Maybe you're going to get about 50 gallons per minute, depending. If you don't have a flow meter, again, you can't really tell how many gallons of water are passing through the pipe, the plumbing in one minute if you don't have that flow meter. So is running a 15,000 gallon pool four hours in the summer appropriate or effective? I would say that's like the minimum, minimum, minimum that you can get away with in most cases. And the water quality may suffer still with that amount of time. I would say realistically, if you wanted to go for a minimum that's realistic, I would say eight hours would be ideal for a pool that size in the summer going for a minimum. If you wanted to get the best water quality if you're using the pool a lot, then I would say, you know, 12, 14 hours would be acceptable. This is one reason why I like variable speed pumps because it really helps with this equation because you could run the variable speed pump longer to cover the hours necessary to have a safe swimming environment, but you're only using a fraction of the electricity to do so. For example, if you had a variable speed pump, let's just take the same numbers that I use for the single speed pump, say 15,000 gallon pool, and you're going to be running this at 1800 RPMs, which is about 30 gallons per minute, which means that in eight hours of running, you're going to turn the water over once in that pool on the low speed. Now that low speed of 1800 RPMs is going to use about 130, maybe 140 watts of electricity or kilowatts of electricity compared to the single speed pump that's using, you know, 1800 kil- 1800 watts at that time, translating into kilowatt hours. Now, this is not a direct translation because you can't take actual wattage and translate it to kilowatt hours because it goes across all the appliances in your house. But it's safe to say that a VS pump running at 1800 RPMs, which is the speed about half of a single speed pump running, will not just save you, you know, half of the, the wattage you're using. It'll save you actually down to a fraction of the wattage. So logically, you would think running at 1800 RPMs, you would save, you know, 800 watts, but you're actually saving so much electricity because it's running at such a low speed. You're only using about 130 watts per hour when you're using your VS pump at that speed. And so you've essentially got the same cycle of water through 
in eight hours of runtime at 1800 RPMs than you would do running that single speed pump at four hours, but you're only using a fraction of electricity. And to make things even better, if you were just to bump it up to like 2400 RPMs, which maybe brings it up to 250 or 300 watts, you can run that just for the a shorter amount of time, the four hour period of time, and generate the same amount of flow and, and circulation. So combining both those run speeds together, or you can have these, the pool running at 1800 RPMs for 16 hours a day and just have the other four hours being on a medium speed of 2400 RPMs, you're still having over three cycles of water go through that pool each day and you're only using a fraction of the energy use of a single speed pump, you'd have to run the single speed pump 12 hours a day just to get that three cycles three cycles through and you would use a ton more electricity rather than running your VS pump for 16 hours on 1800 RPMs and maybe three or four hours at 2400 RPMs to achieve that same three cycles of water getting through the system. And that's why variable pumps save you so much money. It's not the fact that, you know, you're saving money by just cutting the speed by half. You're saving money by covering, cutting the kilowatt hours usage by a certain percentage to where you may not get to that third tier with your electric company. Maybe you'll stay in tier two during June of, of you know, this year in the summer. And if you didn't have that VS pump, you would be in tier three using a lot more electricity, of course, because the single speed pump uses a lot more wattage. You can see how this translates to savings. Plus, you can have better flow and circulation with your pool with the variable speed pump. Now, you have to explain this to the customer because a lot of times you're going to get pushed back. I had this customer that kept resetting his timer. No matter how many times I tried to explain to him that the VS pump has to run longer because it's moving at a slower speed, I would tell him, or moving water at a less fast speed, whatever I would try to get it so we can think of it outside of the RPM number. He just couldn't grasp the concept. And so it was a constant battle of me changing the time back to a longer run time and, and him cutting it back down to how it used to be when he had a single speed pump. So it's really up to you, 100% up to you to convince your customers or explain to them that this pump has to run longer You can use like a freeway analogy. You know, if you were driving from here to Vegas and you're going 70 miles an hour, you're going to get there in five hours or whatever. This is from Los Angeles. But if you're driving at 40 miles an hour, you're going to get there in, you know, 15 hours or whatever. And that's the same when you're running your VS pump at a lower RPM. You're going to get less turnover at at a longer time than you would if you were running it at a faster speed. And this is where all the money savings on the VS pump is is running it on that low speed. I never run my pool on anything above 2,400 RPMs. There's just no need to. I don't, my pool primes at 2,600 RPMs, I think. I have to double check that. But I never use the full 3,450 RPMs unless I'm using my spa, which I still won't use the full 3,450. I've used my hot tub or spa with 3,100 RPMs and it's perfectly fine. I don't notice the difference between that and the full speed, really. It all comes down to just letting the customer know that if they are still using a single speed pump, it may be time for them to upgrade to a variable speed pump and kind of bite the bullet. The upfront cost is going to be painful, but the savings over time is what you're looking at and what they should be looking at themselves. But if they still have a single speed pump, which is a lot of people out there, 
and they're battling you in the summertime because they don't want to waste electricity, and they keep cutting the time back on you. There's only so much you can do at that point. Sometimes you're going to have to just sacrifice what you think is the right runtime and just let the customer adjust the runtime down and then see how the water quality is, see how everything holds up because it's one of those things where it may not be worth fighting that battle. Sometimes the customer just wants to save money and theoretically he is saving money by cutting back the runtime of the pump because that translates to a higher kilowatt hour usage for the pool pump. So sometimes you just can't win that battle. A lot of times you can try to do certain things like run the pool twice a day. I've done this before for a customer who seemed to be happy with it. I would run it for three hours in the morning. And then on his intermatic timer, I would put another set of trippers on there and run it for three or four hours at night. And he seemed to be happy with splitting it, thinking he was saving power when I knew in my head that there was actually no savings because the electricity wasn't split by time of use at his account and he was paying the same amount of money. It just looked optically better, not running it all together all day long. Whatever you have to do to make it so that you have enough runtime in your pool, the pools you service, it's important just to focus on that and not worry too much about you know getting to the fight with the customer who keeps changing the timer on you. There's a certain point where the pool may start looking really bad, and then you have to raise the time up, and the customer will realize that. But the pool may look perfectly fine running four or five hours a day, when you had it set for 8 or 10 hours a day. Just one of those things where you don't know until it's actually done. But I'm all for saving electricity and saving costs on the pool. And I preface this whole thing with the fact that no matter how long you run the pool, you're never going to get all the water through the pool anyway. It's just not scientifically possible. The study showed that there's a dead part of the pool or dead part of the circulation where the water would never get through the filtration system. So you're never going to get all the water through. But the more times you run the pool water through, the better the quality of the pool will be. And that's just a fact. The longer you run your pool pump, the better water quality you're going to have, and the clearer the water is going to be, and the better the pool will look. Looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. With over 1,300 podcasts, there's definitely something there for you to listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.